and welcome to Under the Cardboard Box Podcast, where we see lactose intolerance as a challenge. I'm Ronaldo Castillo, and with me is Heido Martinez. <laughs> Heido, I got to tell you, I love milk. <laughs> I love it so much. All right? They say I'm lactose intolerant. I said, no, I'm not. <laughs> you said that's a challenge. That's a challenge. How do you come up with these on the spot? Because let me tell you, let me let me let me go in behind the scenes here. Arnaldo doesn't practice these. I, I don't know what's in your head, but like you don't go over them with me, so it could be like a surprise for a me. genuine reaction. A genuine me. reaction. To, yes. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it is. It is one of the temples or rooms in my mind in which it's just subconsciously stored. But let me tell you more about milk because <laughs> got I got to tell. I got yes. I do have milk. But anyway, so, you know, I, I tend to get the runs. I don't know if you guys get lactose intolerance, but I was just like, I'm, I'm not dealing with that. I love Haagen-Dazs ice cream. I love everything that has milk. <laughs> I like haagen <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> I drink a lot of milk. <laughs> the best milk. Nobody drinks milk like I do, I tell you Nobody, guys. let me tell you, nobody. Full, fat-free, <laughs> not 2%, not 1%, none of that. American-made, American cows. American-made, make milk great again <laughs> all right and let me let me say one other thing okay yeah, here we go if it doesn't come from an animal or a person it's not milk oh um, it's I, not uh, milk i don't care what anyone <laughs> says i don't want the old i don't milk. care how many people we lose <laughs> i don't care the goats actually we're gonna get more people more people than ever they're gonna <laughs> they're gonna write in they're gonna say i agree that is the best speech about milk i've ever heard but yeah man anytime like when I was getting over lactose intolerance, like one of my treat, my favorite treats is yeah. vanilla Hagen does. Mm. Right. And so, you know, it sent me to the bathroom. So I decided to create a strategy. I'd eat it on the toilet. There you go. Problem I solved. I mean, come on. Yeah, it's immediate. <laughs> immediate. It's immediate. It's it's like a funnel at that point. Right. Let us know it under the cardboard box <laughs> at gmail.com how you feel about milk. <laughs> and uh, if you drink anything that says milk but it's not from an animal or a person right well then you've been deceived sir uh idle idle i would ask how you feel about milk but i'm gonna ask about how you're doing uh i haven't had milk another thing about milk here we go all right yeah uh i have cheese so i guess Mm. you know that's 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 milk yeah that's milk so you know that's uh that's cheese everything is better with milk i i I see yeah i think cheese is like the best topping you can put on anything. I like it on my Chipotle bowls. I can't understand who, people who have burgers with no cheese. Oh, yeah. I mean, come on. That's ridiculous. That's, like, that's like the minimum. That's like the bare minimum. Like, I can, I can understand no ketchup, no mayonnaise, no condiments yeah, like yeah. that. I, I get it. I, okay. I, you know, kind of weird, but I get it. <laughs> kind of weird. But no cheese? Yeah, it's a little weird. It's like the best you can do is add two pieces of cheese. Psychopaths. Psychopaths. Well, how am I feeling? Uh, how am I doing? I'm good, man. Uh, well, you know, in the relative sense of what I can discuss. <laughs> but that life, that laugh cries. Uh, yep, yeah, it's there's, there's it a is cry behind that laugh. Of, but. <laughs> uh, just Heidel. Let's just say this where, podcast is is a good outlet. Where for did life. they touch you? Show me on the bear. Where they you. <laughs> We're in person right now, so I'll show you. No, for the audience, <laughs> so I can say he's pointing there at. The, no, stop! Don't touch I'm me. I'm pointing right here. The, oh, Look. I see. Yeah, we won't discuss where the bear was touched. <laughs> um, yeah, man, I'm doing all right. Um, you know, working and trying to live every day. That's the best I could uh, I could put it right now. Sounds like a man's life right there. Yeah, for sure. Bills do not die. They definitely don't. They're like 
they, I think they're our most faithful um, companion. Bills and taxes. Mm. Mm. And disappointment. Oh, yeah. What about you? How you been? <laughs> How have you been? I got nothing to top that. <laughs> other than, well, uh, man, streets are getting tough. You know? Yeah, yeah. And, uh, calling, people calling 911 for everything and their mother. Quite literally. Yeah, exactly. If you can think of the most ridiculous call to call an emergency vehicle for, I've gotten it. Yeah. I think I can. And you're having another episode hopefully soon coming out. Yeah, I I, I think so. <laughs> After several years of the other podcasts, you know, some EMS stories, you guys won't believe it. You know, people, people go on there and they're like, Man, all you do is complain. I'm like, I have nothing else. <laughs> I literally have nothing else. Yeah, just, yeah. If you get called an emergency vehicle, just just let me put it to you like this. Let me just spit it like this, a few bars. If you, you call an emergency vehicle for a headache, I have the right to be upset. Okay? If you call me and you're perfectly fine and you're just like, hey, I just want you to check my blood pressure. My man. Why do you have a blood pressure machine and you need me to check it? All for you to tell me, oh, if my blood pressure is fine, I don't need to go to the hospital. Oh, boy. But that's enough. That's, of that. a, that's, that's a preview for some, the next I, episode I just of said that. some yeah, yeah. EMS stories. Some EMS stories, you know, shameless plug, I guess. You know, people, people I mean, some people like it. I, I think some people just like abuse. You know, that's why you guys tune into our show. and just <laughs> Yeah, exactly. This is torture reason. for you guys. This is This is like, hey, feeling a little sadistic today. Let's check out that only the only Metal Gear podcast that pretty much exists right now. For real. You know, I was checking on Metal Gear Informer to see if they still have us listed on their article section or like the sources section or whatever. And we're, we still are. Thank you, Metal Gear Informer. Yeah, thank you, Metal Gear Informer. Thank you. And thank you guys for listening. And every single person who writes in, that's like zero right now. But we would love. No, we had someone. We had someone. Remember? We had someone write in. Didn't he, he? No, he commented. That was a YouTube. No, comment. no, no, no. He he, he emailed. You know, let's we gotta do read it. Let's the email. It. We gotta read emails. Pull up the email. Yeah, let's let's pull it up right now. We're gonna do this while indie I, intro while live. He, yeah, while he's pulling that up, so that there's no dead air. Right. That's right. That's right. Uh, Allow me pauses. to speak about the memoirs of my life. <laughs> <laughs> okay, here we go. Okay, we right. have uh, Andrew Moore. Andrew Moore. His subject line, or rather, uh, the beginning of his paragraph is, you're back. Literally, it says, you're back. That's your line, though. You, you say that all the time. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we're back. And I say we we're are back. back. Yeah, we and we are back. That's true. That's a classic that's UCB a, line. Yeah, we yeah. should get that as a shirt. He says, so happy to see you guys upload again. You mentioned me in one of your past episodes, and I'm looking forward to hopefully hearing from you both, or hearing more from you both. Thanks, guys. V dash R. And he goes into his subject line, which I'm not going to read this. Obviously, his number. But I believe that is... Call him. <laughs> yeah, call him right call now. Call him right We're now. We're doing it live. <laughs> These people don't believe it. They're yeah, like, yeah, exactly. you guys don't get emails. <laughs> call him. Call Andrew Moore. But he sent it from an iPhone 14 Pro Max. So thanks. <laughs> Thank you for not sending it from an Android. Um, <laughs> you just got an Android. I didn't just get an Android. I oh, just no, no. activated my you just Android. activated, yeah, you're right, you're right. I, I carry an iPhone and a Samsung phone. Love them both. Yes, yes. They got a lot of features. Anyway, they got a lot of features. But Andrew anyway, Moore, thank you so much thank for you, hitting us up. And if uh, you that's right. want to talk one way to us and hear yourself 
or your email on the podcast. Heido, they can reach us at? Under the cardboard box at gmail.com. And without further ado, Heido, are we going to start the show? Let's start the show. The CB News. So every week, sometimes we try to do the CB News here. If you didn't know, CB stands for the cardboard news. And we try to read off some of the stuff that's going on here in gaming. But we get these rarities sometimes from MetalGearInformer.com. We haven't read from them in a couple of years now. So thank you again for letting us be a part of the Metal Gear community. As uh, we saw, we are still on their website. Thank you so much for that. We are still going strong here. So first piece of news is Metal Gear Solid Shadow Moses Cologne available right now. The hell? A cologne? We've seen some strange Metal Gear merchandise over the years. What's it supposed to smell like? Metal Gear Rex? <laughs> <laughs> says Next Nixus from Metal Gear Informer. He says, and this one fits right in. An officially licensed Metal Gear Solid Shadow Moses, in quotations, cologne. It's got a license. According to the product description, the fragrance was based on the iconic location in the game and has hints of mirth, fur, balsam, and patchouli with undertones of oak moss, cedarwood, amber, and mosque. Here you see some screenshots of it. Uh, looks very manly and, you know, Shadow Moses. It's also unisex, so don't forget, guys. Oh, that's a little uni. Uh -oh. Uh oh, come uh -oh. on, guys. Let's uh, <laughs> sound the alarm. <coughs> we're um, gonna get canceled <laughs> but no one's gonna get canceled like we will we're the we're gonna be the can best canceled people out there so it's an official metal gear solid product designed and engineered by numbskull design uh designs fragrance inspired by the iconic game location shadow moses island unisex cologne enriched with aromatic hints of what i just mentioned before perfect gift for any fan of metal gear solid franchise absolutely do not get me this Experience the thrill. This is what their uh, slogan page. This is what they have in their product description. Experience the thrilling world of espionage and secret operations of the Metal Gear Solid universe with Shadow Moses, a unisex fragrance that transcends the ordinary. Taking inspiration from the game's legendary setting, this unique cologne opens with the crisp freshness of hand-picked mushrooms and forced soil and evolves to reveal a heart and rich with aromatic scents that take you on a sensory tr journey, transporting you to the captivating and complex landscape of Shadow Moises Island. The item is for sale in the UK and Europe. So if you are a fan living elsewhere, hoping to spray some Shadow Moses scent around, your, around, you're out of luck because only a thousand units of the 100 millimeter bottle exist. So only in UK and Europe, not sold in the u.s guys so oh no that Someone, is i'm i'm crying <laughs> i can't believe it <laughs> well i think i know your sentiments on this what do you think why did you ask then <laughs> who has a sentiment on this i don't even think people are gonna write in and be like yeah i want that cologne you but know there are some strange things metal gear has had some strange things from pachinko machines to different shirts to different things i remember there was uh like some cartoon thing for it uh it, like back in the day some weird things uh this is pretty weird can we just move on 
next piece of news thank you is the game awards are happening in, on December, I believe, yes, Thursday, December 7th at the formerly Microsoft Theater in LA, uh, which is called now the Peacock Theater. So there mm. it is. Uh, Thursday, December 11th, 2023, uh, which will celebrate, obviously, gaming and all the gaming fads and stuff. But the important thing about that is that it also has some reveals and all these things, which we'll talk about in the next piece of news. But 6 p.m., uh, Pacific Standard Time, we have uh, Jeff Keighley has just announced the Game of the Year nominees. Do you want to hear them? I think the fans, the listeners, the, all two of them want to hear it. <laughs> Shout out to Mel. It, it's, it's all you, man. You did it. Yeah, thank you, you Mel. You did it. This is you. From Remedy Entertainment and Epic Games Publishing, we Wait, have... I think I need to... Just, just... I'm sorry to cut you off. No, you're good. Mel, you can support us at <laughs> patreon.com forward slash UCB podcast. <laughs> Mel has been a faithful listener. Just a faithful listener, though. He has. He has. He has been a very faithful listener. But, you know, patreon.com forward slash UCB podcast. Carry on. From Epic Games Publishing, we have Alan Wake 2. We also have from Larian Studios, Baldur's Gate 3. From Insaniac Games, from Sony Interactive Entertainment, Marvel's Spider-Man 2. From Capcom, we have Resident Evil 4, the remake. From Nintendo, we have Super Mario Bros. Wonder. And another Nintendo, we have The Legend of Zelda, Tears of the Kingdom. Those are your Game of the Year nominees for 2023. Have you played any of those? I have. I've played the um, the remake, uh, Resident Evil remake. Yep, that's right. You have. Uh, we have that up on uh, under the cardboard box at YouTube we live do. stream. We when we were playing the demo, uh, but that's the only one that I've played as far as it goes. I don't know how. I've seen gameplay of the Mario Wonder. What what is it? Wonder World or it's a Mario Wonder. That's Mario it. Mario Bros. Wonder. Super and Mario I, Bros. I, Wonder. Just watching it, I thought it was weird, but. I yeah, mean, 2D platformer, going back to the roots and stuff. Uh, reminds me of the like the Wii U ones from back the Super sure, Mario Bros. I, I just meant there were some aspects of it, like you turn into an elephant or something like yep, that. Yeah, you turn into an elephant, yeah. Right, right, right. I'm like, Got I, great I, reviews, though. I think you're running out of ideas. I mean, what Nintendo game doesn't, really? I mean, Nintendo just... They're like the Apple of gaming consoles. You know what I mean? It's just like, we love it. They're, like, they're more faithful to Nintendo than they are the games, I think. You know? Um... I see what you mean. Like some people might, and I'm going into the Kodak conversation over here, but some people might defend the Metal Gear collection for the Switch. And, uh, yeah, well, yeah, carry on with the news. (laughs) (laughs) No, no, that's it. Uh, I've, I've played Resident Evil 4, obviously. Uh, I just beat Marvel Spider-Man 2, actually platinumed it too. Uh, incredible game. Alan Wake 2, have not played it yet, but I am looking forward to it. Huge fan of the first one. And Baldur's Gate 3 is kind of like, um, think of, what is it? Uh, not Magic the Gathering. What do they play? Dungeons and Dragons. Think of that, but just expanded world. Heard it's amazing as well. Super Mario Bros. Wonder. We obviously went into that. And The Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom, the follow-up of Breath of the Wild, which I'm sure um, maybe you would be interested in that as well. Uh, what? Tears of the Kingdom? Yeah. We've had this conversation before. Um, the whole building. I don't know. I'm, I'm just too tired to build I hear you. you know, to to construct. I know you said uh, I'm 
you think of me as a creative builder or whatever the case may be. It's like, man, when I get home, last thing I want to do is build something to get past the game. I, I don't know. That's true. Yeah, that's true. I, I just become lazy, guys. I'm very sorry. Right, that's all right. Listen, to each his own. To each his own. Moving on to the next news, which I hinted at. Uh, so we have the Game Awards happening December 7th, which is early December, right? Funny enough, we're actually reporting on something before it happens. Very true. Yes, this is actually very so, true. So, so come on, guys. You got to give us some credit here. Something. So a message from Rockstar Games. Very rare that we get some news from Rockstar. But the much anticipated Grand Theft Auto sequel coming out in who knows when, but they do have a message for us. On November 8th, 2023, they said, quote, next month marks the 25th anniversary of Rockstar Games. Thanks to the incredible support of our players worldwide, we have had the opportunity to create games we truly are passionate about. Without you, none of this would be possible, and we would truly be so grateful for all of you for sharing this journey with us. In 1998, Rockstar Games was founded on the idea that video games could come to be an essential to culture as any other form of entertainment, which is true because GTA 5 is the highest form of entertainment Ever. Beats movies, music, anything. And we hope that we have created games you love and efforts to be a part of that evolution. We are very excited to let you know that in early December, we will release the first trailer for the next Grand Theft Auto. We look forward to many more years of sharing these experiences with all of you. Thank you, Sam Hauser. So, I speculate, this is what the speculation is. Early December, they're going to release a trailer. Now, Historically, Rockstar, they do their own thing. They never go on E3. You've never seen them in E3. You've never seen them in the Game Awards or any other like Gamescon, Comic-Con, all these things. You never see them doing these things. They usually uh, do their own thing. So there could be a thing where Jeff Keighley ends the night, game of the year, cool. And then he goes, but one more thing, right? Just like he did with Death Stranding. And uh, I believe... Whatever else he did. That, oh, I think, oh, when was this? I can't remember. But I remember Death Stranding being, being one of the biggest ones where it was, you know, Hiro Kojima and all that and stuff. So it could be we have one more thing. And it's the new trailer for Grand Theft Auto. Now, it's very weird for me that uh, they actually don't mention uh, 6. They don't say Grand Theft Auto 6. Who knows? It may, could this be uh, Grand Theft Auto? Remember, when Grand Theft Auto 3 came out, there was two other iterations of Grand Theft Auto 3, technically. It was Grand Theft Auto Vice City and Grand Theft Auto San Andreas. Could this be, uh, you know, information or our formation of that, you know, kind of like where it's not Grand Theft Auto 6, it's Grand Theft Auto, et cetera, et cetera. We know that it's going to be set in Miami. We know that it's two protagonists. Uh, one is a girl, one is a, a male, and we have a female, male, and we have the setting already that they're bank robbers or robbers or whatever it is. So, Arnaldo, how do you feel about this? Do you think it's going to be announced at the Game Awards? And do you think that the iteration of GTA 6 is not necessarily GTA 6? It's going to be something like Vice City, San Andreas, Liberty City Stories, The Battle of Gay Tony. You might have a point since they... They haven't really announced it. They've There have been rumors of GTA 6. And that huge leak that happened, remember, with the gameplay and all that? Right. So there have been rumors, oh, this is GTA 6. But no one has ever leaked an actual title. No one has ever leaked anything like that. Yeah. It's just speculation. 
as far as the title goes, because we've got some hard evidence now, which, you know, Rockstar was pretty upset with. <laughs> yeah, they were. Yeah. So definitely it could, it could very much be it. And it's been years. Uh, they've come up with the remakes and, you know, remasters rather. It's just like, it's either you're, they're going to sell GTA five again, or it's going to be GTA <laughs> yeah, six exactly. or, or yeah. whatever installment this is. Man, it's been 10 thoughts. years. 10 years, and September 2023. People still buy it. People yeah, still play it and buy it and do the weirdest things online about it. Oh, yeah. You know. That is all the news we have for you today. Remember, you guys can get your news here at Under the Carbo Box, as well as shout out to Metal Gear Informer for allowing us to continue to, uh, you know, have the support for us. Uh, it really, truly does mean a lot to, to us. You know, we we joke around a lot and we we say, you know, whatever, we don't have fans and all these things. But it's actually really cool to see all our efforts from back in the day still going strong today. Thank you to MetalGearInformer.com. Thank you to all the guys over there that work over there. Uh, incredible people. Arnaldo, let's start this Coda conversation. Let's go. The Codec Conversation. You guys can send topic ideas at underthecardboardbox at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from them. We'd love to talk about them. And we'd also love your feedback. So please let us know what you want us to talk about, what you want to talk about, and we'll be here. Heidel, this master collection is out. You bought it. I did. You bought it. I've watched enough reviews. I told you I wasn't getting it. Yes. I am a man of my word. about I, it. I was not getting it, and I will stick to it. But I want to hear from the Heidel's mouth <laughs> what your thoughts are. You bought it for what system again? I bought it for the Series X. Okay. So, so talk. I bought it just because I'm an enthusiast, obviously. I have a Metal Gear Solid podcast, so clearly I am a fan. Now... I agree with you about I about justifying the price and also what's in it, right? A few things I notice, I'm going to start with the bad. A few things I notice right from the bat is that this is the Metal Gear Solid HD collection that came out for um, the Xbox 360, PlayStation the 3. Previous consoles. Right. Well, uh, two previous ago. Okay. So, previous. And so because when you load it, like, for example, you load in Metal Gear Solid 3, for example, right? Our favorite game. You load it in, and it literally goes from Master Collection, and then it loads into the game, and it literally on the right bottom right-hand corner, it says Metal Gear Solid 3 HD Collection, <laughs> which is the exact same logo, exact same everything from those. I feel like one that's poor computing, right? It's also poor sourcing, so... Literally just taking a logo, you have the assets to change everything, which means that they literally, like we said, they went file, copy, save into this collection. It's a little worrisome, right? Because there's another game coming out, Delta, which we've spoken about, that we hope it's not going to be like that. We hope that obviously it, there's more detail happening and everything. This is 100% a cash grab, no matter what. This is a cash grab. The price details that, the games, all of it. Now, uh, other things are, all these things already have come out. The 
and all these things, for example, a lot of people I saw in the comments saying, oh, but you know, not many people had the PlayStation Portable. Those things were locked into it like uh, like the graphic novels, right? You could watch those for free on YouTube. Yeah, that's how I watched it. Yeah, you I could watch those for free. Yeah. So the intrigue of it, of getting all this, is really for one, enthusiasts like me who want to get it, just want to have it and all these things. I, I want to have it for another reason, but I'll speak on that when I'm talking about the positives of it. And two is for people who never played it. People who are interested in it, it is a perfect time to release it. Delta is, as you can see, traffic-wise, it hits a lot of numbers. People are interested in Metal Gear Solid. It's back. It's been um, since 2014, 15, I believe, mm -hmm. since uh, Metal Gear Solid 5 came out. And then a few years later, 2017, Survive. Survive is the last game. We don't talk about Survive. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Uh, that was the last game that ever came out. So there's a lot of intrigue in this. That means, hey, Konami is it's back in the business of games, as you can see with Silent Hill and all these things. So my thing is, why, will he, why release this and not have support for first-person view in, let's say, like Metal Gear Solid 2 or something, where you can crouch, you can walk, you can do all these things, right? You see it on PC, you go to Metal Gear Solid 3 on PC. It came out in the Master Collection. They've already unlocked it, frame rate-wise. And they also put crouch walking inside the game. Crouch walking? Crouch walking. No, I got to see that. It's incredible. They have already modded it so that you can have crouch walking. Metal Gear Solid 2, you can run and shoot in first-person view. Modding. All these things that they figured out in... What? It came out in October, less than a month. They figured all these things out. But you're telling me that Konami, who has all, so you know, it, you know this, in Pro Tools, right? We're recording in Pro Tools right now. I have, this is called the, the Masters, right? I have each, your voice, my voice, yeah. right? So we have the assets of, I can manipulate this. Konami has those assets. They literally go in and they have the file. It's called the master file. And they have all the assets, which is the coding to make the game, change this, change that. It literally takes less than two seconds to add something and put it in there. I've seen it done in modding communities and all these things. Now, it can break things, right? And then there's now there's quality control and all these things, but... But there's updates too. There's updates, but... There's also testing, there's quality testing, there's QA testings, all these things where you can just put into that. Now, I highly agree, cash grab, very lazy uh, collection. I've seen some that have been really well done, right? We've seen some SNK ones from back in the day that you have from alpha to this and, you know, whatever. Anyway, <clears throat> the positives of this. Trophies and achievements. Now... It's the first time in history that you have Metal Gear 1, Metal Gear 2, the ones for the MSX, Nintendo, all these things, right? For the first time, they have achievements. So if you remember the HD collection, it actually came with Metal Gear Solid 3. And so in Metal Gear Solid 3, and also was it, get me, in PlayStation 2, did it have it or no? On uh, the subsistence version. It yeah, had it Metal did, Gear it 1 did. and 2, right? It did. Yeah. Obviously, there was no trophies back then and stuff. So, but in HD collection, when it came out all those years ago for the 360 and the PlayStation 3, it didn't have trophy support or achievement support. Those were the only ones locked that didn't have any of that. 
For the first time, it does. And that's uh, that's amazing for someone who loves achievements, trophies, whatever and stuff. Th I think that's cool to have that. And 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 if you didn't know, this is a little hint. It's all story based. So there's no extra things you have to do and stuff. There's nothing that you have to like go out of your way to get these achievements and trophies aside from the other games that follow. That's why I like it. The way it's set up, the UI and everything is actually really good. So when you start the game, it's really well done, master collection, all these things, and it has different sections and all that. It's very true to how it was at the time. So for example, Metagross Solid 1, uh, the action button is actually the, the B button or the circle button for, for, for the action button. So it's not A, it's not X. You know, so sometimes I have to like be like, oh, wait, no, it's it's this button and stuff. So all the action buttons are to the right hand side, which is pretty cool because it's true to the game. Right. That's how it was back in the day. They also have the integral version of Metal Gear Solid 1, which includes the VR missions. And um, you have the special mode, which is first person view and stuff uh, on integral, which is really cool. Has not been released here in the US. You've had to go out of your way get it from eBay or Comic-Con or something like that, or a Japanese store like a Chinatown or something downtown in Manhattan to get it, right? Uh, so that's really cool because it's only been released in Japan. You have the VR missions, you have Intrigo, and you have also the screenplay. So each Metal Gear has a screenplay from Metal Gear 1 all the way to Metal Gear Solid 3. Each one has a master book, uh, quote unquote, and it's actually really well made. So it has the complete screenplay of all the dialogue, all the things that uh, characters say, even action items and stuff like that. So like pick this up, pick that up and stuff. That is actually really cool for those of you who are book nerds or, or like bookworms and stuff. Whoever wants to actually read the script and the master book, that's actually really cool. That's been done before in Metal Gear Solid 2, right? In substance, uh, you can... The documents. Right, the documents, right? Uh, Solid 2. of Metal Gear Solid 2. You could actually have all that and you can read through the entire thing. I remember that. Um, that's actually one I still don't have. Or maybe I do have it. I don't have it either. <coughs> I, I might, I might, I might. Anyway, um, that reminded me of that though. And so that's really cool that they added that, right? You can read through the whole thing from, again, from Metal Gear 1 all the way to Metal Gear Solid 3. I really do like that. Um, you also have the, uh, the soundtrack. So for each game, you have a soundtrack for each one. I love that. Now, I wish it wasn't locked to the console, right? I wish there was uh, maybe like an MP3 download or even some way. There's ways around that because <clears throat> you can do remote play. Let's say you're driving or whatever. You can go on remote play, boop, 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 put it. And now you're listening to Metal Gear Solid 2 soundtrack, for example. So that's really cool. Uh Something that I do like about this collection is not only the seamlessness between each one. So if you hold uh, and it's it, it changes for each game, which is very true to the nature of where it was. So, for example, for the MSX, all you got to do is just hold uh, all the trigger buttons, all the shoulder buttons, essentially. Boom. And then it brings up the like heads up display of the menu and you can go back and then change to the game. And it happens pretty fast depending on, you know, if you're on a Series S or whatever and stuff. Uh, another thing I like is for each game, you can change between it seamlessly, right? So from Metal Gear Solid 1, which has 
more things to offer, like VR missions and all these things, you can just change seamlessly. So you go back into the main menu and then you go. Feels a little counterintuitive. Obviously, like there are games where it could just switch right away. But the thing I like about the uh, Xbox Series X is that you can do quick resume. Quick resume is so easy. So what I was doing was... I think you could have like 10 quick resumes in one session. I had Metal Gear 1, Metal Gear 2, all the way till Metal Gear Solid 3, all opened to, you know, let's say, for I'm going to say, for example, Metal Gear 1, I was rescuing a hostage. You know how he's, oh, thank you for rescuing me, right? Whatever. And then you like, um, you go into the next room. I was doing that. I pressed the Xbox button. I went to Metal Gear 2. And now I was in the beginning where you see the dogs and all that and stuff running around. Then I went to Metal Gear Solid 1, and I was right in the, the hangar, right right in the beginning of the game, in the hangar. And it was right next to where he says, a surveillance camera, right there. And then I clicked the Xbox button, went right into Metal Gear Solid 2, and I went right into gameplay there. Same thing for Metal Gear Solid 3, right into gameplay there. Happened seamlessly. So you can utilize... Now, I don't know if that can give credit to Konami for this, right? Because they didn't really do that. It's really just a UI of the Xbox and all that. But the beauty about that is that I can switch seamlessly between all of those games, just utilizing the Xbox's systems UI and all the configurations that I can do with that. So that's really cool. You know, before you couldn't really do that, right? On the Xbox 360, you got to quit out the game, start a new one and all these things. And it's not... and. It's not just locked into one thing. So each game is, is is a separate game. So when you download it, it's actually downloading multiple games. It's not downloading one game. You go into, into this one game and, and write whatever system it is. And then you have Metagear 1 to Metagear 3. It's not like that. It's you have a separate game for Metagear 1. You have a separate game for Metagear 2, so on and so forth. So it's not just one game. So like for the example, the HD collections back in the 360 and PlayStation era, PlayStation 3 era, you had to go into one game and then, you know, you had to switch between. You had a menu. You had a menu between MGS2, MGS3 and Peace Walker. And then you had that menu, which you go into. But that's just one, like technically one game inside. one One space inside of your system. This one is multiple games, which could allow for the quick resume which is very smart to utilize. Uh, that's what I do like about it. Another thing I do like about it is are the graphic novels. Look, the graphic novels are something that not many people know about it. Obviously, if you're a diehard Metal Gear fan, you know about it. it was locked to the PlayStation Portable. It came to, um, what was that? Uh, it, came on, it came on a special disc, not just on the PlayStation Portable. It was on something, I think it was something on the PlayStation 3 that I had uh, that you can actually download on the PlayStation 3, kind of like the encyclopedia. And you had that on the graphic novels, but it was a separate thing, right? It came out. And then, of course, they have it on YouTube. What I do like about it is that it shows fans like, hey, this is something new, something cool. And that is also a separate, complete separate game. And that one is called Extras. And on the extras, you have Snake's Revenge, which is not canon, right? It's just a separate game that came out on the MSX. It's essentially Metal Gear 2, uh, Solid Snake, but it's just Snake's Revenge, right? And it's a completely different game. And they have that in part of the extras, along with 
the graphic novels, some master screenplay collection, and all those things. So that's those are the positives of what I like about the Metal Gear Solid Master Collection Volume 1. There's a reason it's being called Volume 1, and I'm hoping that it's because there's going to be a Volume 2, and it's going to include those other games, obviously, that are missing, like Metal Gear Solid 4, which has never been ported to anything else, uh, and as well as, I'm assuming, Peace Walker and all the other games. And maybe, maybe they'll have in part of the extras like they did in Snake's Revenge, like they have Snake's Revenge and all that. They'll have, hey, the Acid games, you know, or the Portable Ops games. Now, that might be a little harder because that really heavily relied on the PlayStation Portable's uh, mechanics and all that. But uh, if Peace Walker was figured out, figured out, I'm assuming Portable Ops, Acid, and all these games can also be figured out. You know, a lot of people don't know about those games. They don't know about Portable Ops 1 and 2. You know, they don't know about Acid 1 and 2, you know. Oh, sorry, Portable Ops just 1. There was no 2. I'm, I thought there was a 2. No. No? no okay. Two. Look. Aside there's an from, Acid 2. There's an Acid 2. Yeah, there's. <coughs> um, damn, I'm pretty sure there's a Portable Ops 2. I'm no? telling you right now, there's no second Portable Ops. Wow. Damn, I'm losing my mind. Here's the thing. I'm losing it. No, you've lost your mind. I've already lost my mind a long time ago. Mm. So that's what I do like about the collection. I do like that there are certain aspects of this collection that is, is true to the... It's like, hey, fans, this is for you. Like the screenplay, the master book, and all those things. And I like the soundtrack. That's really cool. There's also, obviously, uh, the photo mode is still ba is back. And you can go back and forth. And it saves to your console, which is really cool. Before, it was kind of locked to the game. Now it saves to your console. That's also like a little feature. And yeah, some things that I, uh, another thing I'm going to mention is uh, for the Metal Gear 1 and 2, I really, really wish they would have added Rewind. You know, I think those games would have been incredible with a Rewind button, especially for this generation. The game is hard. Metal Gear 1 and 2, hard games because the only time you can save, if you don't know, the only times you can save are in the elevator shafts. So you could save anywhere, really. But the only time you'll load your game are in the elevator shafts. So you know there's a couple of elevator shafts. You could only save in the elevator shafts. Those games are a little hard. So you do like one mistake. You know, early on in Metal Gear 1, there's this like rolling uh, a barrel kind of thing in one room that is a one-hit kill. And I did a bunch of stuff and all these things. <clears throat> and I was like, okay, I got that done. And now I was going back to go get more rations. I really didn't have to go that way. I just wanted to get more rations. I go and I get hit by that stupid thing and I have to start all over again from the elevator shafts. The game is hard. Now, I wish they had a rewind button where you could just rewind, go back and do it. The Switch has it on many games like, you know, they're... All their emulation, pretty well, almost all, <clears throat> all their Almost all their emulation. You have it on emulations in the PC and all these things and stuff. So it kind of sucks. Another thing, safe states. Safe states are quality of life things that can be added to any emulation. It's very easy to do. All you have to do is literally save a screen of whatever picture you're seeing there and just load it back up easily. One, two, three. Especially helps with Metal Gear. Because it's a stealth game, especially if you're doing stealth runs, right? You can load it back. Yeah, they don't want you to cheat. No, they don't. No, of course, you know. But it, these are quality of life things. Let's, that, let's act like that's the reason. Oh, of course, you know. But <laughs> what I'm reason. saying is, 
you know, if you have these emulations that have safe states like Super Mario, Legend of Zelda, all these things that you have on the Switch, right, for their emulations, they literally have safe states, rewinds, all these things that you can literally go back in safe states and then go back to that specific of portion. Course. How They're else just, do they justify their $20 Of online? course. Uh, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I think it's a little boring though, for the expansion, whatever. And there stuff, you go. You know. Case in point. So I wish they would have added those things. I do like what it has. Specifically, I like the achievements, trophies. That's very cool. And I like the soundtrack. Obviously, I'm a music guy. Yeah. That I, I've... Another thing I've been enjoying is I, I hinted on it before is remote play. So remote play is very easy to do. I have a backbone. So if you don't know what a backbone is, it just connects to your phone. And it's just uh, basically a controller that connects to your phone via USB-C or lightning uh, uh, port. And you just get in and you just start playing. Very easy, very seamless. And for specifically for Metal Gear 1 and 2, feels like a portable handheld game. Feels amazing. Runs great wherever you are. So if you have a good connection at home and you have maybe good Wi-Fi and wherever you are, a good signal, 5G, LTE, whatever it is, you can run it really well. Uh, runs at all the frames that you're going to see that your phone can take and you're pretty much set to go. So I do like that because I could also do a quick resume with it each game just doing remote play on it. You can do it on PlayStation remote play and you could also do it on the Xbox. So... That's actually how I've been playing. You can kind of do it on the Switch too. And you can kind of do it on the Switch, but you know. You just take it with you. And that's it. <laughs> or on the Rogue Ally, mm -hmm. you know, ROG Ally, mm -hmm. or the Steam Deck. So anyway, those are my thoughts. I say, if someone's going to ask me, where should I get the Master Collection? Because it came out on the Switch, PlayStation, Xbox, and PC. I would suggest if you are a newer fan and you just want to play the games, get it on PlayStation, get it on Xbox. Those are the best ways to play it in terms of you'll have a good time. If you are a seasoned veteran, maybe you're like Arnaldo who like, I can't really justify this one for some reason. If you are into modding and all these things, get it on PC. You're going to have a much more different experience if you put mods in it, obviously. If you put mods, it runs great and you have differences in it, not just the base game of what you've had before from the previous games. So that, that will be my answer. If like, hey, where do you want to get it? I would say best place to get it probably would be on PC. You could play the game normally and then you can mod it. So let me ask you a question. Then. Yeah. Worth $60. It's not worth $60. For the reasons that I mentioned, no safe states, uh, no rewind, and you, and then just quality of life things that are like not not just quality of life because those those are quality of life, just the laziness of like the UI. You know, when you actually get into the game, when you actually get into the game, you can tell like this is just hey, you just copied and pasted this. Like there's no, you can't go back on that. You can't be like no, we didn't copy and paste it. There's some things we had to change. You didn't change anything. You just copied and pasted the game. It literally says it right there. So for that, uh, I'm going to call facade on it. And I'm going to say, take those 60 bucks, shove it up your Konami butt. And it's not worth 60 bucks. Right. Because you, here's my thought. And of course, I've said this time and time again. I Yeah. We don't endorse, you know, illegal activity. But 
when it comes to like moves like this, can you really be mad at someone who can play Metal Gear Solid on their phone, on their ROG, and make it look, or on their PC, wherever, make it look a thousand times better than what you have laid out in this collection? You know, like you've literally kept the native frame rate. You've kept the native resolution and it shows with these new gen things, right? You've got 4K TVs or monitors that are like high end. It's like, who are you trying to, you know? And there'll be people who defend that. They'll defend it and say, well, you know, we just want to play the games that they were meant to be as. Okay, granted, but you shouldn't charge me like a new game. You, you shouldn't charge me $60 to play a game that I've played millions of times over in previous systems. There has to be some type of incentive. Yeah. You know, like how- I you, completely agree. How are you going to give me the same aspect ratio on a 65-inch television and not make it HD and- Oh, well, we put the wallpapers on the side. And I can, oh, that's another cool thing. You could change the wallpapers. Oh, how nice. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah. And so it's just like things like that. Is And so I agree with you when it comes to like the PC is the only way to buy this thing because in, in within a few hours of it coming out, someone already put 4K on it on yep. MGS3. 4K 60 frames. Come on. Something that could have easily been done by Konami. Oh, yeah. Yeah, and like it's not hard. No, like, it's not it's hard. It's not hard. Because you can you can if you do emulation, you just whatever you're doing, a duck station or whatever it is, you literally just go into the settings and bump it up. That's it. That's literally it. So that's what I'm saying. It's like Konami, these kind of moves, you can't be upset when people don't buy it. Yeah, it's but a then little at sus. the same at the same time, it feels like you're insulting my intelligence. Yeah, especially with when I saw you know, uh, Metagross Solid HD collection. Yeah. That felt like a little insulting. It's like, yeah. wh who, who are you trying to play here? At least change it to Master Collection. You Something. know what I mean? At least try. But it, even if it looks the same, you know, and so it's like, so if, <clears throat> excuse me. <clears throat> and so we've seen like games like Metal Gear Solid 2. If you have it on PC, um, a modder came up with, Having the same 3D camera as substance. As substance. As subsistence, yeah. Subsistence. Yep. They call it Metal Gear Solid 2, the subsistence or something like that. Yes. And they have the same camera. And you're able to mod it. And he and he put it out. I think it was like there was some kind of price for it just to support him. I think on Patreon, yeah. You yeah, support but him and still, stuff. Yeah. like how do you... So, how do you justify how that? How do you do Konami? that, Konami? You know what I mean? Like, like that's what I'm trying to say. That's a way to do it. That's yeah, Right. But the, that's why I said I can't buy it. Yeah. If if all it is, I've got, I've got Metal Gear Solid on my PlayStation Vita. I have it on PS3. I have, I have it. If I ever wanted to play, I'll go back. I don't. I don't really much care for achievements all that much. Yeah. Even though when they put it on the PlayStation, there are some achievements, right? I have Metal Gear Solid Two and Three, the HD collection, which also includes the Peace MSX Walker. version of One and Two. Yep. I have Metal Gear Solid 4. I have The Phantom Pain. I have Portable Ops. I have Acid. I've played Acid 2. You know what I mean? Like, all of these things are not hard to go back to. And if you really wanted, 
you make it, you, you know, what's to stop people from emulating it on an Android tablet, an Android phone, and boosting it up? Yeah. Like, I've seen people play portable ops with, like, 60 frames a second. That game, when it came out on the, on the PlayStation Portable, do you know what the max frame rate was? It was 20 frames. Oh, wow. To bring it up to 60. To bring it, yeah, yeah. And when Metal Gear came out, the Japanese version, Metal Gear Solid, sorry. When Metal Gear Solid came out, right, in America, it's 60 frames. Yeah. And in Japan, it was 50. You're telling me that you can't, with all these new-gen consoles, you can't give us 120 or even more, or you can't even bump it up to 1080p, and then you keep the same binary? Yeah, it's it's lazy, you know? You throw it all in one package and say, well, hey, we, uh, we got you something. Right, right. And uh, I was just researching, sorry, just to, because I, I thought I was going nuts, but there there's Portable Ops Plus. Yes. That's what I was thinking That's about. That's an expansion. That's the expansion. But it, it came out on a different disc. Like, it came out on a yeah, different Yeah, but UMD. it's literally, there's no story in it. <clears throat> yeah, yeah. It's yeah. literally I, I was like, I, was like I remember two <laughs> different covers of yeah, this. Yeah. I have it downstairs in the closet. You know, I'm like, I remember it, but, you know, whatever. It's literally, like, non-existent. It's, it, that game was only for people who really played online. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You yeah. know. Man, uh, that sucks, man. Those servers are down and stuff. So, yeah, well, I know you guys are playing a lot. I didn't really I did, get to I did play have as much. A, some spare time for that. But yeah, man, so it's just like, and, and don't even get me started on what they did to the Switch, where now you're playing Metal Gear Solid 2 and Metal Gear Solid 3 at 30 frames per second. It's criminal. It's 720p, criminal. 720p uh, undocked. I think they put a 1080p. 1080p docked, it yeah. Docked. It's, it's still 30 frames per second. The low times are just ridiculous. Horrendous. If you look at, if you look at a side-by-side, so bad. That's you right. Know, I think you sent me that video, right? I did and send you that video of... It's MGS horrible, 2. and the PlayStation Two is it beat it so no, like not not just beat it, but like I mean I'm talking about more than ten seconds of going from the uh, in the tanker mission Metal Gear Solid Two going from outside inside going from outside to inside, and I'm talking about the PlayStation Two and that ran at sixty frames a more than twenty year twenty year console, and it's and it's faster. Then a console that came out in 2017. I want you to think about that, Konami. Like, that's criminal to me. It, it's it was better if it didn't even come out. Exactly. It would have been better if it didn't if it didn't, if it come, didn't come out. Yeah, you didn't oh, need what, to put that. Right. Oh, which, what which tells you, yeah, it's a cash grab. Well, I, but that's what we've been saying from the get. Yeah, it's not worth sixty dollars. I can't. It's like no. It's like oh well. Now for the first time outside of PlayStation, you got Metal Gear Solid One. I mean, you got Metal Gear Solid. Okay. Yeah. That doesn't stop the normal. There's so many ways to do it. You can literally download emulation from if you've got an Android phone. It's anywhere, it's any, anywhere, yeah, where you want. And just like that, you slap on uh, a backbone. You slap on any That's kind it, of yeah. You use that Snapdragon uh, Gen Two, Gen yes. Two, yep. And and you know, I was I was looking at a video of some guy who was playing Metal Gear Solid Three. I sent it to you, yeah, yeah. On on, on my on S24, the same S24. phone I have it, same S twenty three Ultra. There's no difference. The only the only thing is you're you're because you own and at the license you're grabbing it from us. Yeah, yeah. You're you're just charge you're putting it in one place and saying pay us this money and we'll give you the exact same thing you've been paying for 
all your life if you've like you know if you've been a fan like you and I have. Yeah. So I'll tell you, man. I mean, yeah, the whole rewind stuff, all of that stuff is achieved emulation, all of it, every and more. Yeah. You I said mean, you said there was cr- I I need to see it. You said there was crouch walking. Oh yeah, yeah. Modded in the uh, in the Metal Gear Solid Three. Metal Gear Solid Three. Yeah, I'll PC? even pull it up right now for no PC. No way, man. Yeah. I, I, if that's if that's the case, I'm like, all right, that's my that that's enough to get it <laughs> for Metal Gear Solid Three. If like they've somehow joined what they did for the uh, 3DS. So this was three days ago. Okay. Uh, we have this. I'm just playing it here. So for those of you listening, um, well, that's the only thing you can do is just listen because right. we're not putting this on video. So you see the one from DS. He's from like the DS, showing yeah, yeah, the yeah. DS version because remember on the 3DS, which you is I think walk. the no best way. version. So no he's showing, way. I'm looking at it right now. So he said MGS3 Crouch Walk mod installation and guide. So it tells you how to do it. Right. It he tells you walking. Yeah. He is crouch. He's and he's crouch like walking. legit. Like it doesn't look bad. No, it looks great. And it's look, it's running. It looks obviously native? 60 frames per second, 4K. Oh my god. Or gosh. whatever. I'm not wait, sure. Wait, wait, but resolution. does it help your camouflage? Like stand up. Okay, he's still wait. He has to do that a little slower. Because if his camouflage went down when he did that. Oh, it does, yeah. Well, look. no, but he's in the grass. So that would okay, obviously so let's see. do that, right? Let's see, he does it here. He's at 75. Up. And, and then it, yeah, it went from yeah, 30 it to 45. Help. Yeah. Get so, the heck out of here, man. So it, it literally helps. So not only because it's hard to do the crouch, I'm sure, modding or whatever and stuff, but it also helps your index. So here, you download the and file. And he's going to the files and, and doing it himself. Konami. Look. What? No, no, So no, this is MGS3. No, I see the file. fire, but I got I got it. Konami. What? Why, Look, it's, why it's did a, you not do this? So you go to... Um, are Sorry. we really going to tell them which website? Nexus Mods. I mean, everyone knows Nexus Mods. Not everybody knows Nexus you put on your Steam library, and that's it. Holy cr- Yeah, I just saw that. This is... No, that's insane. That is insane. That's a reason... That would be a reason for me to buy it. That's it. That right there. Crouch that walk. crouch walk yeah. to MGS3? Oh, yeah. Oh, I'm yeah. I'm not... Because I've been trying to... Like, I've been playing the DS one. And it's the incredible. Frame, the frame rate is just what, it's, what kills me. That's the only and the co- bad thing well, about and that. And the controls. And the controls. Yeah, it's, controls it's hard. Because you need a double joystick. You need correct. A, correct. And, yeah. But if you, I'm, I am, yeah, no man. way. Yeah. Oh yeah. Konami, you, you guys messed up. <laughs> I know. You, I've already, I've already, every time, I've already said it. It was terrible. Now it's official. I have nothing. Every else to single say. time one of these mods come out or whatever and stuff, I get so pissed off. Not just for Konami or Metal Gear or whatever. I'm like, you guys couldn't put this on this. They could. But I'm saying they they didn't. They chose not to. They chose not to. And to charge you sixty dollars. It's crazy to me. It's crazy. It's it's just it's insane. Like for example, uh, Cyberpunk 2077. There were so many mods that came out. Quali- quality of life mods, right? I love quality of life mods, which are crouch walking. That's one. That's a quality of life in in. My life has changed as we speak. <laughs> exactly. I can't believe I saw it. I thought like I, I was gonna see his leg like do some weird angle. Yeah, some like some like it going looks up. native. Like, oh, it, it looks, looks native. It looks like completely usable. amazing. I mean, you know, it, could you imagine if they added the uh, the same like crouch interrogation like what they did in MGS Four? But oh, that'd be amazing. Like when they he brings them down, he brings but, them down. Yeah, but you know, maybe crouch walking, man. That's it. That's all walking, I needed. Bro. And it's crazy to me. So like I was saying, like in, 20s, in 2077, <laughs> I can't talk anymore. Like they added uh, a lot of updates in this 2.0 update or whatever. Uh, you know, a lot of those updates have already been modded. Like 
those updates were already there. My God. So anyway, ultimate PC master race, obviously, but it's very disappointing when you see things like that and it's not behind a paywall. Like you can get that for free on Nexus Mods. And, and people are just, because you see, that's, that's just it. People are fans just like us. Yes. They probably feel the same way as we do. And, and honestly, I don't advocate for it, but I can't get mad at these people when a company like you guys are treating the, the, the people who buy your stuff and want this stuff, yeah. when you treat them that way. Yeah, yeah. You know, I hope that they hear this. I know there's still someone in Konami that maybe listens to us. Who knows? But we've had a relationship with them, as you guys know. Maybe if you didn't know, we had a relationship with them. Um, we haven't really talked to them in a while. It's been a while. Anyway, but I hope that you guys listen to this. And with the way things work now in the future, I just look at someone like CD Projekt Red, who makes Cyberpunk. They made everything and in the their Witcher. power. Huh? And The Witcher, right? And The Witcher. They made everything in their power to make things right with the game that came out. Cyberpunk 2077 was- It had a, a rough start. It had a rough start. I remember I bought it when it first came. I never touched it after a while. Yeah. Now, it's an amazing game. Amazing game. Like, everything feels right. It's great. Still cannot run on the Xbox One and PlayStation 4 consoles, but can run- That was a big mistake. That was a big mistake, right? Just like the Switch, you know? Clearly, way too ambitious. Another game, No Man's Sky. No Man's Sky was highly... That was the other game in, in the Game Awards. That was... And one more thing was No Man's Sky. Everyone was so hyped for this game. PlayStation uh, exclusive, all these things. And now, guess what? It, I mean, it came out and it was, I mean, terrible, atrocious. No one liked it. It got terrible reviews. Today, it was so... It was the first game on IGN's history, I think that it got re-reviewed because it was so good. It was so good. They spent all their time trying to fix this game. Konami, if you're listening to this, here's some of the stuff that the fans are saying. Here's some of the stuff that we're saying. Add some of these things. Look at the mods that are happening, right? On PC or whatever. You guys can add this. It's just an update, right? It's just a quick update where you can put it in just like you did, file, copy, save into the master collection. You guys can do this as well. You guys have the masters essentially of the game use it utilize it and do it couldn't have said it better myself if you guys let us know what you guys thought about this codec conversation under the cardboard box at gmail.com we're going to move on to uh the trivia and uh we're going to get out of here Heido, you ready i'm ready who's that and in an epic twist Heidel has revealed that he has a quote for me to guess. I have a quote for you. And since I've been playing the Master Collection. Oh, this is, this is great. I have a mounted a script. So many scripts in my head. And I have so many words and so many conversations. No one, no one has ever read a script like I have. <laughs> no one has ever read. <coughs> so why, why, why is it that you want to challenge me now? Wouldn't you say that you are ready? No. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, why don't you flex it out? Yeah, I should. But I need more time. Um, okay. All right. <clears throat> okay. Ready for this? I, I'm going to have to be. You just, just sprung it on me. It's just one. It's just one line, actually. One line it's or one, one word? It's, it's one line. Okay. One line okay. of a sentence. Okay. The quote is, I feel 
asleep. Come on. <laughs> Heidel. Metal Gear. NES. In the beginning. MSX. I get it. Yes. Yeah. That was the typo of the century. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's it. You got it right. Okay. All right. right. I, <laughs> listen, listen, it could have been. It could have been either or. Right? It could have been either or. It could have been because you could have told me you mean fell asleep, you know, or no. Nope, but nope, you are I, a true yeah, fan. That was, and you know that in the original Metal Gear for the MSX, I feel asleep. The the soldier right in the beginning of the game. Um, no, on Metal Gear Two. Sorry, it's Metal Gear Two. No, it's Metal Gear One. No, it's it's Metal Gear One. I think it's two. Bro. It's Metal Gear One when he comes down on the parachute. No, that's Metal Gear Two. Is I'm that metal? You. Why yeah, is that metal? Gear two. Two. It's it, metal Gear. Um, metal Gear One. He's coming in from the water. You know, you're right. I know. You're I'm, absolutely. I'm you're absolutely it right, now. <laughs> right about that. I stand corrected. It's all right. Um, the first soldier you see, he uh, he says, "I feel asleep." In the in the text. Yep. Yeah. So there it is, guys. Uh, let us know, man, what you guys want us to uh, talk about, and if you have trivia for myself or Arnaldo. Send it over to under the cardboard box at gmail.com. Just make sure you title it as trivia. Yes. That way we know only one of us can look at it. Exactly. And uh, we promise to be as fair as possible. Yes, for sure. Uh, typically, we save this portion about what we're talking about. I'm just going to say quickly, love Spider-Man. Just finished it. Platinum did. I mean, absolutely incredible. I've been obviously playing the Master Collection been playing the original Metal Gears. And going back and forth between the the trilogy, uh, love Metal Gear. I mean, I love Spider Man. Amazing, just what a spectacular game. Insomniac, hands off to you. I'm obviously super biased, but I I really love that game. What have you been playing? I, honestly, I I haven't really been playing much. But I I went back to Halo Infinite. I've been using my ROG. I heard, I heard Halo Infinite, another game like No Man's Sky and everything has. Obviously updated but a I lot. Played the, yeah, I've been playing the campaign. Oh, campaign um, is incredible. Have you been in that campaign? No, I haven't been in the campaign So yet. good, man. It's so good. So underrated. Very underrated. You have a lot of praise for a lot of games recently. But uh, <laughs> yeah. I'll see as as I go on, man. It's just, uh, it's been tough to to play and plan for the future. Of course. So that that's that's where I've been um, using that ROG ally when I can. That's right. Uh, switch back to my Galaxy S23 Ultra, you know, from an it's iPhone. It's got some games in there. Uh, well, let's we'll use that Snapdragon. Yeah, you know we don't endorse simulation here. Remember, <laughs> but anyway, Heidel, Arnaldo. I think we both feel asleep. Yes, we do. And I think it has been a long night and a long day for whoever is listening to us today. So we should go. Yes, we should. I'm Arnaldo Castillo, and I'm Heidel Martinez, and we are signing out.
And that's our show.